Hi, it's Terence Wallace. Welcome to my podcast series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I left the corporate world behind to begin my own business, Indelible Adventures Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel. Stories from the Road is a culmination of some of those stories that I've experienced along the way. I hope you enjoy them. In this week's story, we're going to explore rural Vietnam. Now, to get to the central coast region of Vietnam from Hanoi, initially what I tried to do was to fly directly into Hue, the old imperial city. The cost was absolutely outrageous at almost $800 US for this one-hour flight. So instead, I looked for other options, and I found that if I flew into Da Nang, which was an hour south and flying into the old American Air Force Base, it was a $99 return flight to Hanoi. Clearly, this was the right choice for me. In preparation for my trip down to the Central Coast, I had contacted the hotel already and secured a driver to pick me up from the Da Nang Air Force Base and drive me to my resort where I was staying. I was staying at the Badana Lagoon Resort and Spa, which was absolutely incredible. And it was equidistant to Hue from Da Nang. So actually it was quite a, quite a great spot to stay in. Now, if you've ever traveled to Vietnam, you'll know that Highway 1 runs from Hanoi to Saigon or Ho Chi Minh City. It's a narrow two-laned highway uh, that is full of trucks, cars, buses, goats, chickens, you name it, it's on the road, especially scooters. And so it's very, very slow. In fact, it creeps along at a very, very slow pace. And so my driver, Dong, decided to take me on an alternate route to get me to the hotel. Now he could tell that I was also uh, into photography, so he pulled over on occasion to give me um, some places to take photos, and they were absolutely spectacular. Although he didn't have very much uh, English in terms of language skills, he was super friendly and, uh, and great and a great uh, companion. And as luck would have it, Dong became my driver for the entire stay. After finally arriving at the Badana Lagoon Resort and Spa, I was met by Than. And as it turns out, she was my personal concierge and was knowledgeable in all things local. It's so awesome to have your own personal concierge. After she briefed me on the layout of the resort and its general ins and outs, she then escorted me to my villa over the lagoon. It was everything and more than the website had outlined, and I knew that this was the perfect place for me to find a little solitude, peace, and time to unwind. As she departed, she handed me the resort map and once again welcomed me to the resort. Next morning, I was woken by the sounds of the local fishing boats as they putt-putted their way across the lagoon to the fishing grounds close to the mouth of the South China Sea. This 4.30am wake-up call was to become my early morning alarm each day of my stay. But on the first morning, I was restless and wanted to explore anyway, so why not get up now? And as I threw on some shorts and a tank top, grabbed my camera and flew out the door. There's no two ways about it, pre-dawn was absolutely stunning. And after sleeping in the air-conditioned comfort of my villa, the humidity was quite noticeable, but not too oppressive at this time of day. So I was quite comfortable as I began exploring the resort in the semi-darkness. At this hour of the morning, I was the only person to be seen. Yet I was accompanied by a cacophony of birds chattering amongst themselves high in the rainforest above me. 
Could there be anything sweeter, I thought to myself as I meandered along the path taking photographs in the gorgeous light. As a photographer, there are two times of the day where the light is just perfect, with its muted, subtle tones. Uh, it really does play on your imagination, and clearly both sunrise and sunset are those times. Over the course of my time in Vietnam, I made a point to see both as often as possible with my camera at the ready. After capturing some terrific photographs, I headed back to my villa and was downloading my photos of the morning shoot and where I noticed the map of the resort that Than had given me the day before. Turning it over, I realized that there was also a map on the back that outlined the local surrounding villages and points of interest. Wow, that's cool. Later that morning, as I relaxed by the pool, it struck me that I should explore these local villages and perhaps get out of my comfort zone a little and see what I can see. So later that afternoon, I grabbed one of the many bicycles that dotted the resort for guests to use, then following the rough map rode out of the front gate of the resort and into the local environment. At times it was riding on dirt roads, other times it was riding over paddy buns and sometimes over even real roads. However, what was actually the funniest thing was, as I rode my bicycle through the gate, camera slung around my shoulder, the guard just waved at me and smiled, but in a confused way, he was thinking to himself, is he allowed to go out into the villages? I'm not sure. And so with that, I just waved goodbye and just kept on pedaling. Clearly staying at the resort and seeing the local villages I really did see at that point that there was a huge gap in terms of the living conditions and to what I was experiencing just a few hundred metres away. In fact, I felt quite guilty for the enormous disparity, but as I rode, something strange was happening around me. I was the one with the guilty issues, not the locals, and they seemed incredibly happy and friendly as I slowly pedaled by, each of them waving and saying hello as I went. In fact, without fail, every person I encountered on my bicycle trip, young and old, said hello, which was accompanied with a huge smile. I responded in kind, but soon realized that hello was the only English word that they actually knew. But the sentiment was clear. They were genuine and authentically happy to see me, which I found to be an incredible, uh, uplifting experience as I rode through the villages. My initial destination had been the Donghai Bridge over the small canal some five kilometres from the resort, but as I pedalled, hundreds of photo opportunities seemingly materialised before my eyes, and before I knew it, I had been away two hours and I wasn't even close to the bridge. After finally reaching my original endpoint, I noted the next village gates were only a short distance away, so not really thinking too much, pedalled into the village. As I entered the village, the narrow streets were full of families sitting out, chatting and eating, with the kids playing at the side of the road. As I rode by, people waved, smiled and said hello, with the little ones running beside my bike, chanting hello and waving to me. There were a couple of narrow escapes where I had to swerve so not to run over one of my little would-be cheer squad, but it was definitely made me, a, made me smile. Stopping every few hundred yards to take more photos, I noticed that since I'd left the resort, I'd taken almost 400 photos, and I wasn't even close to being done yet. Such a fun and perfect way to spend the day, I thought to myself. 
At one juncture, I was riding down the narrow road when an old man stood in the middle of the road ahead of me and gestured for me to stop. Uh-oh, I thought. Perhaps I'd broken some local village rule, or perhaps inadvertently had offended him in some way as I slowed to a stop in front of the man. He smiled broadly to show his one tooth and pointed to my back wheel. As I turned, I realized that I'd been riding with my kickstand down, and with, with that, he bent down and pushed it up for me. He then slapped me hard on the shoulder and belly laughed out loud as he then shuffled off. I'm sure I thought that I was a complete idiot riding a bike like that. But what can I say? He was such a friendly man. Later that evening when I ran into Than at the restaurant, she asked me how my first day was and I related the story of bicycling to the Donghai Bridge and the local villages. As I told her the stories from my ride, there were a look of total shock and surprise on her face. I then realized that very few guests ventured off the resort, especially without an interpreter or someone local to show them around. Thinking back to my bicycle ride, it would have been one of the high points of my trip and it gave me a new appreciation for Vietnam, its physical beauty and the warmth and friendliness of its people, and they'll be impossible to forget. Another of the high points of my trip was a day trip to Hoi An, which is about an hour south of Da Nang, so it was about two and a half hour drive. Unfortunately, part of it had to be on Highway 1, but a great experience. Hoi An is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and yes, you do have to pay to get in, but it is very traditional in terms of the look and feel of the village and some of the traders and what you'd expect to see um, probably over the centuries. It's a, it's a beautiful little town and uh, quite, a, quite a nice trip to, to make. Now, as beautiful as Hoi An was, I think my favorite part of my, my trip was a day trip to Hui and the old imperial city. The city of Wei had housed the emperor for over a thousand years and really was the connection between north and south. Unfortunately, much of it was destroyed during the American War, and but today they've built or rebuilt about 20% of it, but definitely well worth the visit. Um, they have all sorts of museums, and uh, the, I think the high part was the beautiful architecture surrounded by a huge high wall, but surrounded by this moat full of lotus leaves and, and bird life. Just beautiful. One of the other things I realized after staying at the resort for a couple of weeks was that it really was a, a wedding destination resort for many Ch uh, Japanese and French uh, couples. Um, there were very few Western couples when I went, but it was interesting. Um, certainly didn't, uh, didn't take away from the great experience that I had there at the Badana. I would definitely recommend it. If you get an opportunity to go to Vietnam, take it and get out outside the city for sure. I hope you've enjoyed your little insight into rural Vietnam and all that it has to offer. Um, so until next week, I hope you have a great time. Enjoy your week and all the best. Ciao. If you'd like to learn more about Indelible Adventures or the services we provide, please visit our website at www.indelibleadventures.com. Well, thanks for listening, and until next time, ciao.